bad, immoral, and wrong. This is the Modern Eater Show. Piping hot and delicious. The Modern Eater. Food, 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 food. Come and get it. And now your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman. Okay, here it is. Welcome to the Modern Eater Show. On the air everywhere, live from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. Thanks for joining us tonight. It's a great show. It's a great lineup. I'm back, rested and ready from Florida. Brian, Jay, Little Rich, you guys did a great job holding the show down last week. Thank you. Did you like that show? Oh, it was such a good show. And so many things going on last week. I was so thrilled to see um, how many people were represented in Colorado for the James Beard nomination. Yeah, isn't that insane? 18 people out of Colorado, and and, and there's some weird news going on saying 20, but I, I know that's 18 solid. It's it's enough, and, and really uh, a talented cast and crew, and there are so many folks that uh, are on those nominee lists, and we just, we're great friends with them. Well, so many that we work with yeah. that come down to the show that are in our summer dinner series and really live in the life here with us at the Modern Eater. The uh, Carrie Baird, she's got her new place. It's Rose's Americana. Is that what it is, Jay? In Rosetta Hall there. Yeah. Uh, Yes, Rose's. Rose's. I just, I was uh, texting with her, and she said, uh, well, I probably have to paraphrase it. She uses colorful language, but uh, basically they just got slammed up there. Did they? And uh, Saturday evening there, I'm going to see if we can get her on the phone for a couple of minutes. (laughs) Carrie Baird, Chef Carrie Baird. Formerly at Bardot and now at Rose's Americana. Yeah, well, she's moving out. It's her own deal, right? This is just Carrie. Yep, this is just Carrie. Okay, big show tonight. Uh, Next hour, Chef Emma Nemechek's going to join the show. It's been a while since we've had Chef Emma on, but we love what she does. She's so busy doing so many things. I'm so excited she can be here tonight. Talent. Yeah. Just talent. So uh, from the Omni Interlock and Resort, Chef Emma Nemechek, she's going to come show us uh, maybe a surprise, Brian. Maybe I hope surprise. so. I, I love her desserts. Oh, and I think I see her coming in the back up? door now. That's right. I love to see that. In the Yemen. But hey, right now, we've got some exciting people here. We do. Uh, Cindy Wiley and Deviation uh, uh, Distilling next hour, right? Yep. I know you're anxious to get through. Oh, you know me. I know you love to jump it, Brian. I'll let you get there. And then Adam and Karen Nelson, Blonde Beards, Buffalo Sauce. Uh, we were watching some of these buffalo wings techniques. That yeah, their preparation doing. on that. Uh, they, uh, they're kind of, I don't know. It was scaring me at first, but I'm excited to w- try it. Whether they're cool or wonky. So if you're a fan of buffalo wings yep. and uh, buffalo sauce, you're going to want to stick around for that. Now, Brian, <laughs> you can do it. We, we get to jump right in. in. We've got Bridget and Jim. How are you guys? Postcard Foods. Doing great. Doing Thank great. you so much yeah. for having it's us. Good we're to thrilled see. to be it. here. It's Bridget Bagel and Jim Abram. Yes, sir. Great good, job. Good yeah. to see you guys. And postcard Foods. <laughs> postcard Foods. Now, I was just doing a little. First of all, we'll let you guys do the setup, either one of you or both of you. Explain to us what Postcard Foods is. Yeah, so we are a food trailer at present off of exit 234 off I-70 in Dumont, Colorado, so just a bit west of Idaho Springs. And we do soup, salads, pressed paninis, and breakfast burritos on site, as well as frozen prepared takeaway meals that serve two to three and frozen quarts of soup. Um, Our frozen prepared meals are, Jim can explain our packaging a little bit better. Yeah, so these come in, uh, it's a plant fiber packaging. The nice thing about this is that it allows you to both put it in the microwave 
and into the oven, so it gives you a lot of options. And we have all sorts of options, too, in terms of vegan, gluten-friendly food. We have kid-friendly options. We always have each one of those things um, in both our frozen and our ready-to-eat food. So we want to make sure that if you're heading out to the mountains, you know that you have a solution you know, for everyone in your party. Uh, Jim, let me back up. Where do you come up with an idea of, okay, we're going to do a food truck with everything frozen that no one can eat right now. That seems risky. So it's not everything frozen. Okay. We actually, in theory, have something for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We have pressed breakfast burritos ready to go, ready in about two and a half, three minutes because we press them. And they're super durable in the car because they're pressed and easy while you're driving on I-70. Then we've got our lunch panini, organic quinoa bowls, organic salads, um, and hot soups on. So we have something for lunch. And then we've got a forward-facing merchandising freezer that has these two to three servings of frozen meals and the soups and quarts. So we do really, in theory, have something for every part of your weekend. Yeah, I um, love that. You've just yeah. saved me future money. <laughs> yeah. I'm, and, and, and truly, so whenever we, when I go do these types of things, head up to the mountains, there's always that mad dash into the grocery store, just buying, you're yep. starting over. And yep. you're just buying ingredients because you need a little of this, you need, a, you know, not so much of that. And so, you, you know, you, you rack up a couple hundred dollar grocery bill just to be able to, you know, step into the same uh, field as what you guys are doing here for your prepared meals. Yeah. So I can already see right there future money being saved for a lot of people. And so as we actually were getting going here, we had epic passes last year. So we were we were riding down the mountains and then we made it a point to get in the singles line. So one of us would take the, you know, one lift and then one of us would take the next and we would just completely capitalize and and just pepper the people with questions as as because they were uh -huh. from out of town so we heard we heard somebody say that like oh i ran out of salt oh i forgot to buy olive oil oh i was using a uh, cereal box as a cutting board sure. so there's so many things that you don't really think about when you're in when you're in town here um, and we have just everything taken care of it. There's no dish cleaning. This goes right in the compost at the end of here. So we try to make it as easy as we possibly can for the consumer. So we might, we may have just grabbed the attention of people at this point of going, okay, now I, w w where are you again? Type of thing. So yeah. right when you get off exit 234, there's a Sinclair gas station uh -huh. and there's also a Taco Bell and those are on each side of us. The big white fuel sign is sort of iconic off I-70. It's on your right when you're headed uh -huh. west. Um, and that's kind of, we're pretty easy to find. More importantly, we have this Instagrammable greetings from Colorado sign. So as you pull up to our trailer, you get a chance to take a selfie while we make your panini and tag us. I saw that. You have a beautiful, I mean, I, I feel bad calling it a trailer. I mean, this <laughs> no, is like, it's a, it's a food cart experience. Um, <laughs> looking at this thing because it looks like you have a reach-in right there that people can come up, totally engage with you while you're making the food, but then also grab stuff out. I mean, I would think as a tr if I was a traveler, mm -hmm. coming in with some friends to go skiing for the weekend, knowing that I've got a condo, grab a couple meals as opposed to always going out it's would perfect. be an economical yeah, solution. And, and, and we actually found, too, so we did some calling around on Breckenridge on a Saturday night. Uh, last Saturday, we called for a family of four. It was, uh, I think, an hour 37 minutes was the average. We got told as, as high as two hours and 45 minutes to come in and have a seat. For a wait at a restaurant. Yeah. And I, so even if, like, we were looking both at pub food all the way to high end, the average meal, the average meal I think we clocked at, like, $177 or something like that for a family of four. These are, these are like, very reasonable. And the nice thing, too, about these is that you could have the kid-friendly mac and cheese, and you can have something a little bit more exotic, like our Marrakesh chicken tazine, which Bridget is going to be cooking up for us tonight. We're going to talk about all the food yeah. in the next segment. Are you ready to get overwhelmed with adorableness? <laughs> so I just read a little bit, but I want to hear from you guys. You were long-distance dating? Yeah. I thought there was going to be a puppy here. You got me very excited. <laughs> it's than a puppy. So get this, and I'll just let you take it away. But I think that, so long-distance dating, they want to eat dinner together at night. 
so they would FaceTime each other while they ate dinner to be close to each other. And then that started to get into the prepackaging of foods or that type of thought. Go ahead, tell, talk so more about that. I had that. for a while thought about starting a retail food concept. I was a ski bum in Jackson Hole for a few years, and I felt like so many times I worked at the Mangy Moose Saloon, and there were so many people sitting there with full families, like, we don't want to be out to dinner right now. I've got a two-year-old in a high chair. This is a pain. And I thought, you know, a prepared foods market would be so incredible. And so that's kind of where the overarching idea came from. But frozen meals really came about because I was in Boston in grad school. Um, I have my master's in gastronomy. And while I was working on that, Jim was working in medical devices and marketing here in Denver. And so I'd come, I'd visit him. I saw a fridge with nothing but beer and hummus and I some like bread. Yeah. <laughs> His bachelor diet. And yeah. I'd come here, I'd make lasagna, I'd make shepherd's pie, I'd make him all of these freezer-friendly meals. And then we'd be able to FaceTime and enjoy dinner from a distance when I'd fly back to Boston. That's so. a wholesome FaceTiming, Jay. Yeah, wholesome. You, you Clean, kosher. That's a different really type of FaceTiming. really don't want to bring that up right now. <laughs> <laughs> and you've got the scars to prove you're chefing it up. Goodness. I love it. I'm just clumsy. <laughs> you're just I'm clumsy. Very clumsy. Well, I always look at chef. If chefs have, you know, hair on their knuckles and no burns, I'm wondering, you know, are you cooking? Type of thing. She, she, she cooks everything that we do, and, and it's it's amazing. I'm obviously very biased, but the food yeah. is very good. Well, let's yeah. dig in. We'll take a quick yeah. break. We'll come back. We'll continue with these guys. I love it, and um, I, I'd like to. Probably my eyes would just light up if I see that truck there. So, I know. Well, now that you know what it is, and I, I pass Dumont every time, and there's not really anything there. I mean, there's yeah, there's nothing there. <laughs> it's Postcard Foods, and we'll take a break. Uh, the website for Postcard Foods, so people can do their homework during the break. What is it? It's postcardfoods.com. The nice thing, too, is that if you are actually stuck in traffic and you don't want to fall behind it, you can order ahead. You give us 20 minutes, it spits a ticket out. We have it ready. You literally drive through, and we hand it into your car. So we'll have all nice. your breakfast burritos. We do uh, coffee by Corvus, too, freshly roasted every morning. And then uh, you can put the whole order together, add in a few meals, and you'll be off in maybe probably about 60 seconds right back on the highway. I thought you were going to say we're just going to tan them right alongside of you in the highway. We'll you, yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Okay, we'll be back with uh, Bridget and Jim in just a minute right here from Studio Kitchen Colorado. If you're online, Facebook or YouTube, go ahead and share that with your friends and, and watch that. It's exactly what I'm going to do right now to my timeline. So we'll take that break. Come right back to Studio Kitchen Colorado. You are watching the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. Modern Eater family, it's Little Rich. Everybody needs insurance, but do you have the insurance you need? When we opened Studio Kitchen Colorado, home of the Modern Eater, we had no idea what insurance we needed. We didn't even know where to begin. Times like that, I turned to the experts. Our insurance expert, Brian Brenning with the Ewing Levitt Agency. Brian makes the coverage discovery process easy and seamless. Here's what you can expect from Brian and the team at Ewing Levitt. The absolute safest coverage, fair, low rates, quick response time, and honest, straightforward service. I've been in business 40 years. I trust Brian Brenning and Ewing Levitt Agency. He's not just an insurance expert. He's my friend. Make him your friend and expert, too, by calling the Ewing Levitt Agency today, 970-679-7374. For the best and most reliable insurance coverage. That's 970-679-7374. It's the Ewing Levitt Agency. Hey, chef friends, it's Little Rich here from Rockalitas Tortillas. Rockalitas, known for hyper-local, innovative, and healthy tortillas and chips, served by Colorado's top chefs, and that's why we only use Colorado Mills sunflower oil. If you, too, want to serve the healthiest, most vibrant-tasting foods, you must use Colorado Mills. Colorado Mills is hyper-local, 
Colorado grown, cold pressed in Lamar, Colorado. Whether you bake, fry, or saute, get your Colorado Mills today. Available through Shamrock, Growers Organic, and Don Foods. For the best oil in the business, use Colorado Mills. Okay, back to the Modern Eater Show momentarily. Right now, Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions, uh, 20 years in the business. What does he do? He installs tap lines, and he also does maintenance as well. Jeff Rourke, it's his birthday today. Happy birthday, Jeff Rourke. I love it. He's a little Pisces guy like me. That's right. That's right. Happy birthday to you, <laughs> Jeff Rourke. And honestly, um, just got back from Florida. There were so many places that I saw in Florida that need Jeff Rourke. They needed his help, yeah. Solutions. I mean, truly, when you're dealing with tap lines, the breweries want their beer to taste like the brewer intended it to taste. How do you ensure that? Jeff Rourke and A-plus beverage solutions. You want to add a line? Water, a nitro line, a wine line even. Brian? Hey, wait, can he do kombucha, though? He can do kombucha as well. Keep those lines clean. It's a must. Get a hold of Jeff. Just give him a call. It's an easy phone call away. Got your pin, Brian? I got it. Okay, 720-272-3809. One more time, just for you folks at home. Write it down. Restaurant tours, bar owners, the wheels are starting to come off a little bit. Get a hold of Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions at 720-272-3809. It's Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Hey, this is Brother Luck from Colorado Springs. All right, you ready? <laughs> Owner of 4 by Brother Luck and Lucky Dumpling. I mean, he's, he's a very, very impressive man. And you're rocking with the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Okay, back at it. Bridget Bagel, Jim Abram. Uh, postcards food, postcard foods, and uh, postcardsfoods.com, postcardfoods.com. Hey, yeah. do a quick reset, yeah. though. Tell, Catch people up on that story, because I want to hear more about that story. Which These one? two are so cute. Oh, well, it was the, Yeah, the, the, like, I mean, because it's like that. Better than a puppy. Yes, way better than a puppy. <laughs> Doing the dinner FaceTime thing, I thought that that whole, your guy's story, seriously, that is truly, like he said, adorable. I mean, I think that, that that's a really you awesome thing. You need more thing. of that yeah. kind of thing. It, it just being in particular, and hearing and seeing and, and living proof that you guys are here is fantastic. But postcard, that means something, too, as well. Is that just people's journey up the mountain and whatever that weekend or week may bring? So Postcard Foods, the name came about, we were really struggling with finding a name and sort of one of the things we think that's unique about our trailer is given its position where there are very few food options and in the mountains of Colorado, you're kind of limited to a lot of pub fare and pizza. We were like, let's have a variety. Let's not be, you know, just Vietnamese or just, I'm I'm very Jewish. So we thought about doing Ashkenazi Jewish food and I was like, maybe it'll be Boobie's food. And we said, you know, we don't have to choose one ethnic niche. We can be a little bit of everything. And Postcard are so reminiscent of sort of this um, like vintage retro style and travel and Route 66 and Jim is super into Googie architecture and mm-hmm. Colfax. He's yeah, we were, we were trying to kind of have the design to be like an extension of Colfax when you go up. So like that roadside architecture, beer, coffee, everything like that. We're actually working on some new signage right now that we're, that we're in the process of building out to kind of be a little bit more eye-catching. Um, yeah, and in terms of like our cuisine, we wanted a little bit more flavor out there. Like there was already, if you look at where, if you're coming in from out of town, from Chicago or New York, you know, if you look around on Google Maps, 85% of what you have are bold flavors. If you go out to the mountains right now, then you know a lot of what you have are, are pizza and, and you know American fare and kind of chain restaurants. Yep. So we wanted something to kind of spice it up a little bit because we knew that people who were coming in from out of town wanted that sort of bold flavors. Um, and honestly, what we found too is that people in Clear Creek County have been starved for it. Uh, Empire 
Empire is a, a small little town, and they've been some of our best customers since we've been at, since we're getting up there. We've been essentially like being used as a grocer out there, um, which is really That's nice cool. too. Are, yeah. are these empty? Yeah, uh, no, these are. Let's, can we hack one open? Yeah, yeah they are I would like to see our now, so. now, how do you partner with the airlines? So when people are are coming in, they're sitting there, they're reading oh, wow. the magazine, they're seeing the movie of you all. I mean, because, that's what you want right there. Yeah. And, uh, so yep, that's still frozen. That's our Liguria Pesto Polenta. And one of the other themes with like travel-inspired fare is the idea that, you know, all of our dishes are named after a place. Liguria and really Genoa specifically are known for pesto, but Genoa is kind of synonymous with salami, and I didn't want to mislead people with the word Genoa. Genoa. So um, it's got a layer of polenta topped with ricotta, and then it's got a pesto-y mix of eggplant, mushroom, zucchini. It's topped with mozzarella. It does really well in the oven. Um, and it, you know, from frozen takes about 45, 50 minutes. Yeah. So did we talk about the price point of those? Those are all $19. So each one, whether it's the Marrakesh Tekken Dijin, the Liguria Pesto Polenta, they're all um, 19 and we have a variety. So this, for example, is vegetarian and gluten-free. Um, we, we, or we say gluten-friendly cause we are in a commissary. Sure. Um, we try to have a little bit of everything for everyone. So I consider this kid-friendly if your kid's the kind of person who will eat pesto, but our Marrakesh Tekken Dijin is also kind of kid-friendly in that it's flavorful without being too spicy. Um, and we have a traditional, we have a shepherd's pie too. We have a, we have our Madison, Madison mac and cheese. So we do have a kind of a mix of things. So you can get something for the whole family and just mix and match. And uh, they serve about two to three. Uh, we, we say two adults or, or one adult and two kids. And we see that quite a bit too. People coming back from the mountain from skiing. We um, like we, when we were conceiving of this, we're like, oh, people will go to their second home or Airbnb in Breckenridge. What we're finding actually is people are at the end of at the very end of the day. They're absolutely tired. They've gotten up at five in order to make it out there, and they just don't want to think about dinner. So we see like a ton of that too at the back end of people coming back into town, knowing that like they can put this in the oven for 45 minutes, but they could have this ready in eight minutes if they need to as well with the microwave. I was going to ask that because yeah. you've you've got to come in both ways. So in a way, you need the ski resorts promoting you. <laughs> Yeah. As they, as you're skiing all day. I mean, gosh, I love the concept. Thank I really you. do. Thank you. This is this is Bridget's idea. It's it's really uh, we haven't seen it yet. And we, even when we were putting this thing together, you know, we we put a freezer, a merchandising freezer, to the side of this thing. I remember calling Beverage Air and saying, "How do we do this?" And they're like, "You don't." So <laughs> it took a lot of going back and like us kind of relearning physics and electricity, you know, our electric and everything to try to figure out is this even possible and. I think just like not being kind of day to day, you know, in, in the service industry, it kind of gave us a different perspective of it, where we could actually be like, all right, well, let's think outside the, you know, outside the lines a little bit. Yeah. Outside the kitchen. What's yeah. going to keep you out of a brick and mortar? Golly, um, indefinitely, or I don't know. I mean, Denver it, rent. I don't do know. You guys have a pretty cool. <laughs> I think if we could find a centralized commissary that serves as, you know, the heart to various outposts, some of which we own and some of which we franchise. I'd really love that. I could really see the potential for, like I said, like a ski bum couple who wants to make the transition from the service industry into being business owners and they're passionate about food and passionate about customer, customer service and they're willing to engage forward facing. Um, I could see that. I, I think we could. I think we could wait on, a, on yeah. having brick and mortar for a while. And the, and the nice thing too is when we built this thing out, 
We we have this, so you can tow this with a Subaru Forester. Uh, you don't actually you don't necessarily need an, an F one hundred and fifty in order to pull this thing. Um, it's a double axle trailer, but it's light enough and it's bare bones enough where you can do everything that you need in order to, you need to do. It's it can be cleared by all the health departments, but like if you are trying to kind of get up and started, it's a pretty low cost in order to do it. So we are kind of considering that long term. We want to be there where the customer is. Um, and, you know, that could be downtown Breckenridge, that could be Vail, that could be Aspen. Um, a lot of people will get there and realize how expensive and how time-consuming it is and how much of a pain it is to mobilize a family of five to go out to dinner. So once they get out there, you know, if they can come in, they, all of a sudden they see a greetings from, you know, whatever town you're in. It might make a different story when they're deciding what they have for dinner that night. It does yeah. seem, Greg, doesn't it, like the concept could grow so much larger because, quite honestly, during the day you're working out of the trailer and at night you're just doing home delivery to the hotels or you know the condos all around the town yeah i mean there's this seems like a great concept y'all i love what you're doing not an easy business by any stretch of the imagination i mean food the margins are so slim the integrity of food i'd like to talk a, a couple of minutes about sourcing and ingredients and you know just kind of your ethos on that you know um where do you where do you go with that so you're not buying the cheapest ingredients possible so the food still does have integrity and falls along with the ethos of this fine scratch food that you're making so sourcing i think has been probably and still is one of the greatest challenges we face both in terms of our expenses and time management i mean one of the things that I find is really great and holds me super accountable is because my product primarily is packaged, I can't get away with weird ingredients. I have to list each and every one of them. If it's a can of coconut milk, if it's a can of, I found black beans with weird preservatives, I'll boil my own black beans. So that has been you know, a really big challenge. I do try to source locally where I can. Um, Fresh Start Produce, too, is one of my favorite vendors, especially because it's literally just me in the kitchen right now. So from a labor standpoint, knowing that we're supporting, you know, folks in the Denver community to help me with some of my prep. So they're the salad company I'm sure you're familiar with. Um, And they help a lot with with what we do. Um, And we're really, really glad we get to partner with City Bakery. All of our paninis are pressed on their ciabatta. We absolutely love their bread. Um, We offer Corvus Coffee, like Jim said. Great guys and and delicious coffee, too. Good job, you guys. But it's a challenge, and I think, like, I, I, I... I have my master's in gastronomy and I worked for a produce distributor right after college and the my mindset being so idyllic and then being like really um, pragmatic as a business owner, it's really hard for smaller businesses to source as ethically as our heart would want us to right. sometimes. Yeah. It, it is, but so well we do what we can. Yeah. I, I think my next business will have something to do with food distribution, sustainable food distribution for smaller businesses. Good for you. <laughs> and, and I like the model of, I mean, throwing, you know, I'm seeing a lot of this out of necessity necessity and the, the frozen aspect of that for the life of the food and being able to work with what you guys have, um, it all just makes sense. And really, I like how this model has kind of invented itself yeah. in a lot of ways. Frozen was, it was a tough pill to swallow at first in some ways. And Jim made a really great analogy where he was like, you know, 10 years ago, nobody drank craft beer from a can. They yeah. thought that craft beer was obviously a lesser beer. Mm-hmm. It all had to be in a bottle. And, and I think with frozen food, you know, you see people speaking badly on preservatives. I know that Burger King right now is like, there's no preservatives in our Whopper. And they have that image of a molding burger. I don't know if y'all have seen it. And it's like, how are they doing that? They're doing it by freezing. And the beauty of freezing is, you know, we're preserving our food in a very like non-additive way. And we're reducing food waste, both at the business level yeah. and then at the individual level. Yeah. Yeah. Use the stuff for the fresh foods, and then 
you get right. It's, it kind of works in its cycle. I love what you guys are doing. Yeah, All one right. more time. Give yep. us your website and how people can get in touch with you. Yep. Yes. We're at postcardfoods.com. And, and uh, probably the best way is honestly through our Instagram. Uh, we're at postcardfoods, and we send us a DM. That's probably the quickest way. Uh, we're pretty. We're very active. We have about a you know posting a story a day, and we try to kind of keep up with the people as best we can. Um, yeah, and that's I bet probably you the best want one. people to send you photos of their vacation. We, we get them all the time, actually, with our with our meals. So yeah, so cool. <laughs> you guys really congratulations. Thank Continued you. success. So Appreciate cool. Thank, thank you, Bridget. You that's amazing. Thank you okay, for cool stuff. Chicken wings up next. Do you guys yeah. like chicken wings? We love Heck chicken yeah. wings. Yeah. Yeah. These kids. Cluck cool. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cluck yeah. Yeah. And we and, and we are actually using uh, some of their sauce in one of our one of our meals right now. We're doing our buffalo chicken. So cool. Yeah. All right. Gonna hit the kitchen again. These guests are hungry. They want some delicious food. I mean, truly, um, you guys, when we say adorable, in the nicest way possible. It's everything we wish we had in life. <laughs> uh, good job for you guys. Okay, we're going to break off. It's 6.30 on 6.30. K. Howe and iHeart Radio Station. Little Rich is in the Little Rich corner. He's got some friends there that are going to show us a, a spirits product. We will come back and talk chicken wings right here at Studio Kitchen Colorado on the Modern Eater Show. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. Hey, it's Greg Holland back. Anymore these days, when I go out to eat, I not only want to eat delicious food and drinks, but I also want to eat where I know my money is going to a local restaurant that I believe in. I believe in The Goods Restaurant on Colfax and Mark Whistler. The Goods is a community restaurant and bar with a menu focusing on vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, and keto options. Comfort food lovers, try the best burger on planet Earth. I love it. Eight ounces of grass-fed beef and never, ever any hormones, antibiotics, or steroids. The Goods is truly a cultural melting pot, a family restaurant open to all. Their bar program is amazing. Saddle up at their long, luxurious bar, have a nice craft beer or a cocktail. Like their Facebook page and stay up on amazing events and specials going on throughout the week. Located on East Colfax, directly connected to the Tattered Cover Bookstore. Across from East High School with free parking in a garage in back. Look them up online, thegoodsrestaurant.com. I'll see you at the goods. Wear black and eat spices. Hey, Modern Eater listeners, this is Zach from The Spice Guy, Colorado's favorite spice company. Spice is the variety of life. At The Spice Guy, we have a passion for sourcing the best ingredients from the best farmers all over the world. Choose from thousands of different GMO-free spices and ingredients, or let us create and blend custom flavor profiles for whatever style of food it is that you're working with. With over 1,000 restaurants, food brands, and chefs behind us, you can't go wrong when you choose The Spice Guy for all your spice needs. The Spice Guy. Spicy. Born in Breck, raised in Denver. TheSpiceGuyCo.com. <laughs> That's right, and now it's from spices to bread, and specifically Aspen Baking Company. AspenBaking.com is where you want to go to find your hoagies, your fagachas, your ciabattas, your baguettes, your croissants, bear claws, lobster rolls, pound cakes, coffee cakes, and more. They also do boxed lunches. So if you're one of those uh, awesome employers that likes to cater your awesome employees, you go to Aspen Baking and get a nice boxed lunch for those guys. And they also have delicious Rome sausage inside of said boxed lunches. So, if you love bread, and if you love Denver, and if you love me, you'll go to AspenBaking.com and order some bread. Back to the show in just a second. I'm going to say the website one more time so you don't forget. It's AspenBaking.com. Hi, Michael Myers from Distillery 291. I'll say whatever you want me to say. <laughs> That'll get me in trouble.
Write it like you stole it, drink it like you own it. You're listening to The Modern Eater on iHeartRadio. Jay, for some reason, I want bread now. That was just so convincing. Yeah, yeah. I can't tell if you're patronizing. <laughs> I'm not at all. <laughs> that was probably one of the best lives I've ever heard you do right there. And I do love you. <laughs> and I would go to AspenBaking.com. Hey, man, listen, all jokes aside, man, I can't, bread is the only thing that, as hard as I try in life to diet and it eat right yeah. and do that, I oh. cannot do without bread. I can sit down and pound a loaf. It's sad. It's, it's a terrible you, affliction. I bet you could. <laughs> How about chicken wings? <laughs> Oh, Buffalo that wings. I'm excited to try just because I saw our man cooking those up over there. Yes, sir. And, and uh, I'll tell you, yeah. Adam and Kara Nelson, how are you guys? Is it Kara? Kara? Kara. 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 That's okay. Good to see you. I'll never mess that up again. <laughs> and it's A-Dam. A-Dam. What's Adam. up, A-Dam? <laughs> Good to see you guys. Good seeing you. Uh, you. I mean, I think everybody loves buffalo wings, right? Yes, sir. And if they don't, we don't trust them. Yeah, absolutely. That's just it. But this has become like a lifetime goal, mission, the best buffalo wings ever yeah absolutely why not yeah like i'm looking for something to grab on to in life dang it grab on well wait but it's the sauce that makes it i think it's the blonde beards buffalo sauce blonde beards buffalo sauce first of all the name let's go is it because of the beard (laughs) it is and it's blonde yeah one of my buddies coined me that in an old job a couple years ago and it's and it's stuck and it just seems like a good name to have a uh for our product so wait adam where are you from because um, you don't have an accent. I'm originally from Fort Collins. Really? Yes. But that was I moved away when I was four. I went to Georgia. Did you? Okay. Yeah, and I lived in Georgia most of my life. So you got dropped in the South. I got dropped <laughs> off in the South, picked up some uh, culinary tips and uh, some ways of cooking that really stuck with me, and then moved to L.A., Austin, Texas, and now we're here. Nice. The two of you. So did you both meet in, in Georgia? We did, yeah. So um, our families were friends, actually. So we've known each other for a very long time. Um, but we didn't get together in that way until we were in L.A. In that way. You better make it work now. <laughs> right. There's too many yeah, people rooting for, for you. It. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. The divvying up friends and all that, it's never fun. Too hard. But you always have the hot wing sauce. That's right. That's what brings us together. <laughs> let's dig in. What are we, let's, where do you want to begin? All right. Um, I, chicken and waffles, you know, the best seller, most popular. Um, what's cool about our sauce is we say it's the first craft buffalo sauce out there. So we basically took a kind of a boring condiment that tastes the same everywhere you go. And we use real butter. We add different ingredients to it to really make it different. Chicken and waffles is our maple finish. Um, mild in heat, a little sweet, um, really smooth. Yeah, I wouldn't even call it sweet. It's just just the right amount of sweetness to just know it's there and really just enough to counteract the um, acid of the vinegar and the heat of the uh-huh. pepper. Uh, now, uh, barbecue sauce in Georgia is a little different, right, than most of the country. Um, right. So, well, is well, I love vinegar-based, uh-huh. which I think is Carolina style. Yeah. I don't know if Georgia has its own barbecue style. I wouldn't style. say no. Not necessarily. Carolina, yeah. Alabama has one yeah. that's white. It's yeah. a mayonnaise-based. Uh-huh. Yeah. Texas doesn't even use barbecue sauce, really. No. Yeah. You, you Just even, dry rub, you, right? You dry can, rub, yeah. When you go to barbecue places out there, if you say, I want sauce, they give you the death stamp. Yeah, they look at you crazy. <laughs> so uh, the middle one? Yeah, this is our Black Magic. Um, this is our original one. I came up with this recipe about 12 years ago. It's black pepper... Um, Cajun spices and garlic. 
on top of the butter and the vinegar and the uh, and the magic. Yeah, and the magic. You got it. Well, and all your ingredients. I don't see anything I can't understand or can't pronounce. Absolutely, that was really important to us. Very important. Yeah, most of them, um, most of the ones you find in the stores use vegetable oils or preservatives. Yeah, it's really easy to make a really good product using real food. I'm thinking this yeah. would be the one I would go after right here. We we'll a little heat out. to it. It's hot but not too hot. It's made with the Scotch bonnet pepper. It's a cousin of the um, habanero. It's used in a lot of Jamaican dishes. So it's hot, but it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not like the one drop killer kind of heat. So wait, you made some wings for us to try. We Are do. we going to get to try each one of these yes, yes, sauces on wings yes. tonight? Next segment, we'll do, the, in, the, in the kitchen segment, we'll try some wings. Uh, also want to talk about some techniques, but on your website, which I think is cool, what's the the uh, website address there. That's blondebeards.com. Yep. Cool, cool. I mean, how'd you get that? I love it. <laughs> you've got Walked a, out into it, actually. You've got a Wings 101 on Yes, here. sir. Where do you begin with that? Uh, I am a wing baker. Yes. I don't generally fry them. I rarely grill them. Um, smoking them, maybe. But we've got the, that yoder and that I'm a baker myself. Yeah. But I, you, I learned some tricks from you tonight. Already, though, yes. so, the concept of did you see how he was making it over there, Greg, yeah. with putting the little uh, oh, jump ahead, baby. Okay, easy now, <laughs> easy <laughs> now, Brian. Let's just go through a few of these. Let's go with the fry one. Do you have any just secrets off the bat of where you want to go with the frying? Well, you got to start with the right kind of oil. The really the perfect oil is peanut. Um, corn oil is a good cheaper substitution. That's what I usually use, to be honest. I get the oil up to around 375, almost to 400. We use the sunflower for just for that burn rate. Oh, uh, okay. A higher burn rate. Uh, okay, nice. Yeah. So I've pe- never tried I, sunflower. I wonder, though, because truly peanut, I've been hearing more and more people really, really, it's like peanut or nothing. Yeah, a lot of people it, say that. Yeah. It's expensive, to be honest. It is. So um, we'll send you home with some of this Colorado Mill sunflower oil. Oh, that'd be and great. Just, just to get a, you know, give a report back. Yeah, yeah we'd love to. So um, you really have got to watch your oil. Is, is yeah. The first oh, yeah. One. Oh, okay. yeah. You, you, want it, you want to fry at 350 degrees. Okay. So when you drop the wings in, the, temp, the oil will go down in temp. So that's why you get it up above that. Try to, try to target around 350, cook it until they're a little bit almost overcooked feeling. I really That's when love they're good. How you put the care into saying, please drop the wings carefully and slowly into the oil. Oh yeah. For you. <laughs> yeah, you can own. have a. Well, fire. If you don't, it's if you don't say that, you get a schmuck like me that just throws it in there oh, and yeah. goes, "My uncle's a lawyer. Yeah. You didn't tell me not to throw this in. <laughs> now I'm just burned from head to toe." <laughs> <laughs> and, but you never, you never told people make sure they're thawed. You didn't uh, want to throw that. Good. That's a good point. We might want to add that revision. <laughs> but no, truly, sometimes um, you got to be careful with the moisture that Absolutely. are on those wings yep. when you're throwing them yep. in. And yeah. fresh wings. I think we say that. And fresh wings. Fresh, never frozen. Do you have a preference on where you guys get your chicken wings? We, we like um, Redbird. Redbird. Do, you, yeah. do you guys know Redbird? Yeah, oh, we yeah. got some Red Bings yeah. wings in the freezer, which we probably should have told you about. <laughs> Sorry. Well, <laughs> that's what that look I just shot you was. Is because Quiet, I, man. I go you probably forgot. Them, I go to them into getting it. I did forget until technically today when I saw them uh, defrosting. Then I'm like, ah, oh, yeah. So we can send them home with those two. We'll oh. replenish your stuff. Oh, sweet. We'll yeah, we like we don't like frozen bags of wings, those real big, huge, meaty ones. Those are, they have a little bit of, of flavor with them that I'm not a fan of. How many can you do at a time? Do you need to save some space in yeah, there? Yeah, I think I think I can, in my fryer, I have a turkey fryer. I think I can do about three pounds at a time. 
three pounds at a time. Yep. Now, are you getting down on wings on a weekly basis? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I do too. I mean, I'm not throwing stones at all. Wings are life. You know, yep. they're delicious. Yep. Yeah, we do wings a lot. We do them on the grill. We do all different methods of them. The other day, we smoked them, then fried them to finish them off. That was spectacular. That was really on it. Here's the baking. Um, I'm looking at the, and this is, again, this is all on uh, blondebeards.com. By the way, do you guys have a YouTube channel showing all these baking experiments that you're doing over there? No, but we should. <laughs> great, I, I like that. Idea. It's a matter of time, <laughs> yes. Now, Excellent. the baked ones, is that where you were doing the, um, that black magic over there with the, uh, I get, what was it? He put, what did you put on there? I put baking. on a baking powder. powder. Yeah. So yeah. Blew my mind. Yep. The and baking powder is so carefully. Really important step. It draws all the moisture out of the wing again, prevents the soggy wing thing from happening, crisp them up, and uh, you are also, you doing that on both sides? Sorry yes, to interrupt. Yes. Yep, both sides. Okay. Yep. Just a Where light coating. Where did you come coating. up with that technique? I learned about it somewhere or another, probably yeah. online. Yeah. Let's see if. I mean, we'll see. Google. That works. Yeah, Google it. <laughs> Google it'll work. Um, and then what else for the baking of the wings? Um, it's important to keep them off the bottom of the pan. So we use a drying rack or a cooling rack, and they sit on there to keep them out of their grease so they, not, they get nice and crispy. If not, they'll just kind of sit down there and stay moist and soggy, and you don't want that. That was that trick that I was talking about. See, because I always just bake them, and yeah, I put them right in the pan. I don't elevate them out, and yeah. now that's... I love that. I do the same thing. I bake them on a pan. So you're saying bake them on the rack and have a pan underneath it? Yes. You have to flip them? Yes. Yes. 425. um, Flip them about every 20 minutes or so. It takes about 45 minutes to an hour. Oh, to cook a wing. I bake them at about 400, and then I finish them at 425. Okay. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah. But that seems way longer than I've uh, been accustomed to. Well, I like my wings nice and crispy. Gotcha. Now, are you putting your sauce on before? No. No. Again, you want them dry, bone dry going in. Right. So they suck that sauce up like a sponge. So I'll toss them when they're out. Now, not that you care because you probably don't, but here's my chicken wing recipe. I just get a big Ziploc baggie. Then I put a little bit of oil in the bottom of that Colorado Mill sunflower oil. Load it up with paprika, some of that minced um, garlic already. Mm-hmm. Throw that in there. I throw in um, some of uh, Zach's. Uh, which one is it? The Black Magic or the, no. like a cayenne? What do you do? It's, yeah, like a His a, Rocky a, Mountain. A well, doesn't, doesn't he have like a Rocky Mountain then spice? Some s- salt and pepper. And then I throw a little bit of mustard powder in there. And then I throw all the wings in there, shake that up real good, and then throw them and bake them off in the oven. Seems to work out well, for me. Well, but see, now you don't need to do that because now you just bake them with a little mm-hmm. bit of baking soda. Yeah. Or baking powder. powder. Yes, sir. Baking powder. Yeah. We're I'm going to try back. that. Are, are, how close are we to the wings being done? I need to check them. Probably um, 10, 15 minutes. 10, 15 minutes? Okay, cool. They'll make an appearance in the next segment, though. Why don't we do that? We'll take a break. We'll come back. Um, maybe you can – do you have any more wings that we can assemble or no? I've They're assembled all, everything. Well, I, wanted to show, I wanted to show that technique. That's cool. Okay, we'll come back. We'll take a break. We'll come back with um, Adam. I'll show, I'll show, I'm sorry to interrupt. That was rude. I'll show them on a, a, a camera, a roaming camera. Oh, you have that? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, Blonde Beards Buffalo Sauce. And again. I'm excited. I want to try this stuff. Blondebeards.com. it looks com. good. Okay, cool. I would check that out. It's, um, you know, basically Wings 101. And uh, why not listen to these guys? They obviously, uh, this is their life. I, love I know. It. I love it. I can't wait for the YouTube channel. I'm a very visual guy, man. Yeah. I, I I need to see the yeah, two of you making this stuff because totally. I could just geek out on that all day. Right. <laughs> 
Oh, I'm reading the smoked ones. Oh, jeez. Okay, we'll come back. We'll cover that as well. Let's break away. Come back to Studio Kitchen, Colorado. Little Rich is in the corner with Kevin uh, Galaba. I think I did it right this time. Kevin. That's right. I promise. That's did right. I do it right? Yeah. Galaba. Galaba. Perfect. Perfect. I like it. He's All just right. a great guy. Be back in a flash right here from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. You are listening and watching the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. Want to bake the best? Bake with the best. Little Rich here from Rockalitas Tortillas and The Modern Eater. Our wraps fold cold and don't break open, yet they're soft and delicious. What's my secret? Ardent Mills. Organic, ancient, and heirloom grains like quinoa, spelt, and more. Locally headquartered in Denver, Colorado, Ardent Mills provides the industry's broadest range of traditional and organic flours, whole grains, customized blends, and specialty products dedicated to providing the culinary industry with the next grains and unique plant-based ingredients. I love Ardent Mills, and I know you will too. To bake the best, you must use the best. Learn more at ardentmills.com. Taxes, payroll, and workman's comp? Ugh. If you're a business owner, I bet hearing me say those dirty words made you cringe. Hi, I'm Rebecca Berry with Forth, and I know growing and managing a business can seem overwhelming and just daunting at times. But at Forth, we've got you covered. Forth knows you want to take your business to the next level. Forth was designed to be the partner you need and will allow you to free up your time and resources to do what you do best, grow and manage your business. Call me. Let's talk about how I can help. 720-436-8047. That's 720-436-8047. Rebecca with Forth. Listen up, barbecue lovers. Greg Holland back here for Proud Souls Barbecue and Provisions. Proud Souls is Denver's authority of all things barbecue. Do you rule your neighborhood with the best backyard barbecue? From beginners to pit masters, Proud Souls has all the equipment you could possibly want. A variety of wood, pellet, and charcoal grills and smokers, award-winning pit masters and owners of Proud Souls, Dan and Tony, have a passion for barbecue, and it shows. Located on 25th and Federal, Proud Souls retail store is bursting at the seams with your barbecuing essentials, the Spice Guy spices, and superior flavored fuels for your pit like hickory, mesquite, oak, pecan, cherry, apple, peach, maple, grape, and a variety of blends. Hit their website, ProudSoulsBBQ.com, for delicious hands-on barbecue classes and get information on current promotions and deals. For the best in barbecue, locally owned and operated on 25th and Federal, there are guys. Proud Souls Barbecue and Provisions. That's ProudSoulsBBQ.com. Whose cuisine reigns supreme? You're listening to the Modern Eater Show. The ultimate gourmet challenge. And it's time for In the Kitchen. Okay, back to the show. Uh, what goes better with wings than whiskey? Yes. <laughs> whiskey and wings? Whiskey and wings. Right. Fantastic. Well, and wing sauce. And wing I, sauce. I like wing sauce with my wings. I know. I'm talking wing sauce right now. First of all, uh, Brian, set your clock forward tonight. Yes, it is spring forward, right, right tonight. Just keep it. Which actually, it's early though. By the way, is it really? Yes. I was wondering. Yeah, it's early. Why is it? Uh, I want to say because of leap year. Leap year, maybe. Does anybody know the answer to this? I don't know. No. But you do have to set it at 2 a.m. Is it two now? Yeah. 2 a.m. Really random. It's because of the bars. So when a bar closes at two, you're done. 
so that you don't go back to one or wait is that backwards <laughs> no 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 you're right you're right so you're really done at two o'clock because then all of a sudden it's three, three. and you're done there's yeah. no question you are done yeah. I go think, home I, I think this, oh god i thought i was dumb for i mean i am dumb but but that's not <laughs> oh, why come on for other Jay. reasons but yeah, yeah i the, think it's the bar world for when yeah, you, it's the fall, at two they o'clock don't work you really you don't want to work another that. hour and then at the same time in in whatever season we are now you don't want to stay open an hour less by putting now it you wouldn't think that it has anything to do with the time change all the way on the west coast anything like that you don't know i mean it might have something no. to do with earth and the rotation and scientists we, yeah or but i like where we're going it's all around the bar back to um <laughs> back to wings adam and karen uh nelson here with us and i'm just reveling over the multi-purpose uses of your wing sauce that's happening in the kitchen yeah right the now. buffalo mac and cheese that's gonna be really good oh, that's one of our favorites uh we've got so uh, wait 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 one second. Hold the phone. You know Postcard Foods? We briefly met them before this um, through social media. It's like, <laughs> oh, really? But they're using your sauce. They are. Yeah, we, we got in touch with them, or they got in touch with us and said, hey, let's do something Buffalo style. And um, to what you guys were saying, yeah, there's so many uses with our sauce, not just wings. Talk about them. What are those uses? Buffalo mac and cheese is one of our favorites. Buffalo chicken pizza is a very popular one. Ooh. Um, that sounds Really great. good. Yeah, you use the sauce as instead of a red sauce. You just use, we use chicken and waffles because it's not that spicy. Um, Holy hell is great with uh, buff, buffalo shrimp tacos. I make a oh, tropical yeah. sauce of pineapple in there, and it's uh, got an almost tropical vibe. And then um, it's also a great Bloody Mary mix-in. Yep. Uh, this is great on like blackening fish, blackening yeah, use it on the shrimp oh, really? or anything after, like that. After, before you're serving. Or, yeah, I'll, I'll actually coat it. I'll brush a, a salmon filet with it and then cook it with it on there face down. And it caramelizes nicely. It's really good. Nice. Yeah. I'll tell you, you made me think of when you said the buffalo uh, chicken pizza. I have had some buffalo. Well, it wasn't. It was barbecue chicken nachos with potato chips. And I was thinking that this, instead of that barbecue sauce, mm-hmm. we did with that, that, for the that chicken. Super Bowl, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. We got the Denver Chip Company potato yes. chips. Great chips. Uh, drizzled a little um, of uh, chicken and waffles on there. Black magic. Oh, excuse me. Black magic. <laughs> uh, bacon bits, I believe. Blue Scallions, cheese. blue cheese, crumbles. And it was awesome. Phenomenal. Nice. Well, no one's ever, you know, I, I'm a big nacho fan. I tell everyone deep inside I'm I'm really Mexican and you can't <laughs> tell. Um, so I eat nachos seriously for, I'll eat it for every meal. Right. And because it's a toaster oven. It it's is. the fastest meal. You could throw beans and, and cheese. Exactly. Oh, you can get all your food groups in yep. there, you know? <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm it's looking at, I'm looking at your Instagram. First of all, I love your Instagram. People should follow you on Blonde Beard Buffalo. Um, Instagram, you. but here it is. Uh, you write today with a photo of you guys again, another adorable couple. The, the postcard folks were adorable too. Who are the blonde beards and how in the hell did they get into Buffalo sauce? Um, and then you plug the show here tonight, which was really cool. And thank you. I think we covered it, but we, did, the love for sauce, did, have you always had this love as well? I have. I, I used to carry hot sauce in my purse in middle school. <laughs> so I grew up with hot sauce and is this in georgia you were doing this, this? Is in georgia in middle school yeah that's almost a I little mean, off you know. like a southern girl bringing some hot sauce in i mean i could right. see if it was like barbecue sauce nope. but hot sauce you know what it was it was um what was, what's the one we can't find out here texas pete 
Oh, really? Yeah, okay. so it's a cayenne pepper sauce, yep. similar to a Frank's. Um, I like it better than Frank's. So you're doing <laughs> trade shows till you can't do a trade show again. Yeah. <laughs> you just keep going yeah, and going. We do. Where can people find yeah. this delicious yeah. product? So we're in uh, almost 40 retail locations around Denver. Our website has all our locations. So does our Instagram, our highlights. Um, newest ones that probably aren't up there, Lucky's up in Boulder. So that's our first big store in Boulder. Um, Lucky's in Fort Collins. So we're now in Fort Collins. Um, we're at some Tony's markets down south, Littleton, Castle Rock, and then a handful of butchers, specialty shops, and hoping to get into Sprouts, Natural Grocers, Whole Foods um, later We should this get year. you into Levers. We're I'm in over. Levers. Oh, my gosh. Oh, perfect. Yes, I love to levers. hear that. We love the Levers, guys. Yeah, we did a big Super Bowl promotion with them and River Bear Meats. I was going to say, phenomenal. put a little bit of this on Justin's yes. meat. Oh, yeah. So they partnered with us, and they tossed their wings and had it in a cooler ready to go already with our sauce on it. They were making buffalo chicken sandwiches with it. We did a whole collaboration at Levers, and it was a it was a big success. We love those guys. So I don't think we're going to be able to show the wings here in the next minute and a half or so, so we'll have to get some wings back over here. Yeah, we'll get them over uh, to you. When they're ready. They just, from here, they look fantastic. They're looking really good. Is Do you all look over to the kitchen and see anything exciting over there? I mean, come oh, on now. A little You've bit got of your wings <laughs> cooking. you got check with a cake this that looks cake, awesome. It keeps getting bigger. <laughs> No, there's mac and cheese over here, and, and it's it it's just getting more and more complex. Emma, I love can it. Can we put a little buffalo sauce on that cake? <laughs> <laughs> buffalo sauce ice cream? I don't know. I think maybe we could do something with that. <laughs> All right, so one more minute. We've covered um, the, the website's probably the best place, but are you doing any delivery? Are, can you people order it online? Yes, oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Cool. We have an online store, um, really easy to use, and we're hoping to be on Amazon soon, too. Yeah, cool. I suggest you guys, if you're listening or watching, do that because that's going to be the best benefit to them is yeah. just order direct. And that is true. Yeah, right off of your website. Yes. I mean, truly, that'll be the best thing for, for these guys. And I see a picture there. Adorable little kid. I'm, I'm I know assuming. this is a newborn. You're not just I mean, hanging out with somebody's kids, right? <laughs> yeah, this, yeah. Is, this yeah. little one's Jack. like a year old. He's, He's two, two years old. He, two, yeah, okay. He, um, we got pregnant at the same time we started this company. So I always say it was like having twins. Uh huh. You know. <laughs> you better get that blonde beard going, boy. Yeah. <laughs> so real quick, are you both all in? Have you left your day jobs, put everything away, and? Blonde beards is it. Don't do that. I am I am all all in. in. I left my day job. I'm still mom, you know. Which is another big day job. Right, but my career day job I have left. Um, Adam one foot out the door. I'm a freelancer, so I don't have a full time job, but I still work a lot on money making kind of work. Sure. And but I work on this I am all in on this. we we work day and night on it. Good job, guys. I love it. I can't I wait to it. see it everywhere. Thank and, you. Uh, yeah, we're get excited. Get them up on their website. I'm sure you have a mailing list as well. Yes, we do. absolutely. And I, I don't know, they might give you some tips and tricks on the most delicious wings yep. coming right into your uh, email yes, inbox. Sir. Okay, guys, thank you so much. Thank, thank you for so having much. us. See you down the this ride. So Keep fun. in touch with us right. for sure. Thank we'll you so much. Thank too. you, guys. Thank All right, you. Chef Emma Nemechek's going to join us in the next hour. And Chef Emma, if you don't know her and her culinary pastry delights cake extraordinaire well there's so much cooking over there too she'll be up next all right stick around we'll be right back Uh, just give us a couple minutes back to studio kitchen colorado i'm out of my tweet it's time for the second course hour number two of the modern eater what are you hungry for here's to a meal we're all here for delicious and tasty now we're getting to the good stuff with your hosts greg hollenbeck jay parker and brian freeman Bring us in, Brian. We are back. 
Yes, indeed, Mr. Tweedy. It is Saturday night in the Rocky Mountains. We are live at the Modern Eater you here know in I don't Studio like to talk Kitchen. About weather. There's some pretty remarkable weather going on right now. Ah, <laughs> look at just teasing us. I mean, and you know, it's March, right? March yes. in Colorado. It is spring forward tonight, as we said. Yeah, snowy, snowy month, but we'll take it. Beautiful yeah. Weather. Well, you know, it's hard because I live up in the mountains. And I still have snow all in my yard. It's still melting down into my driveway. So it's like I wash my car, go home, and then it's like I need to wash my car again. So, yes, but I am enjoying today, and there is lots of, lots of Can we get Little Rich on a headset? Little Rich, he says, come on. Get on a headset there. Speaking of pure beauty. (laughs) If anybody can do it, Rich, it's you. There he is. Hey, Rich. Hi, Rich. Hey, hey, hey. Good to see you. I'm glad you got Kevin up here. I know. Yeah, bring it in. Why don't you introduce our guest for the app? Kevin, I would say without question, is probably, no, not probably, he is the most knowledgeable person. If you want to make a compelling and profitable bar program, you got to talk to this guy. Thank you, Rich. Can you do that, Kevin? Do you do consulting? I do. I do. So my company called Super Delicious Events is a local beverage catering yeah. company. I do brand representation, which is why I'm here today. Yeah. I would listen to you. I mean, you're a smart guy. You know how to make delicious drinks. Well, thank yeah. you. And you don't drink much. I don't ever. I don't think I've ever seen you drink. Well, but he's that's so how much I want more, my. Yeah. He's not high <laughs> in his own supply. <laughs> Those are the kind of guys I want to work with. I, you know, every time he comes in, I, I want to yeah. prep him up a little bit more. Every time he comes in, I make it a point to get him on because I know people need to get a hold of him. Yeah. They will make yes. more money. And right now, I tell you, it's real, real important. Thank you got to have that beverage program. Thank you, Richard. So I'll shut up and let Kevin talk. No, how'd you hurt your finger? Uh, bike ride. You know, the Colorado weather, you know, you bike somewhere, and then you do something, and then when you bike home, there's snow on the ground all of a sudden. Oh, okay. That's what I happens. thought you might have tried to stop your bike with your finger or something. Sort of. <laughs> sort of. Something <laughs> like that. Kevin, uh, for the fun, I, I, you know, you're, you're kind of a Denver institution. Yes. Anybody that knows anybody knows Kevin, right? But how... Did, Talk about yourself for a second. I know. Well, I do three main things. You know, one is I run a, a nonprofit organization called Friends and Family, which is a, a nonprofit. Is that a nonprofit? It is. It's a 501c3 organization. Didn't know that. Based around education and uh, community building community within the restaurant community, basically the food and beverage industry in Colorado. And so you do a great job. Thank you. There's 300,000 restaurant employees alone. That doesn't include hotel employees, distillers, brewers, coffee roasters, people who make bitters, sales reps, everything like far- farmers, all these guys. So we probably hit about 400,000 to half a million people to really connect. What I'm trying to do is really build community and connect everybody in the central place, you know, for various reasons. Number two, I run a beverage catering company called Super Delicious Events. So uh, I'll do anything from a wedding to a music festival to a nonprofit organization fundraising dinner um, and a lot of other things as well. And um, um, lastly, I'm the editor for Colorado Beverage Analyst Magazine, which is a monthly trade publication in Denver, in Colorado, basically covering the state's uh, liquor beverage program. And uh, so monthly you know, articles, it's a really handy resource. But um, I just got back from Estes Park. I was up there representing Golden Moon Distillery, really excited about this new product that they have. Uh, we were um, The event up there was called Winter Warm-Up. It's about 17 distilleries up there. Bear Creek, 300 Days of Sunshine, 291. All these distillers were up there. Aww. We're proud to be a part of it. Right in the heart of town. I was surprised I didn't see Elk walking, walking past All the there. characters we love were all up that there up with there. you. Yeah. 
Um, so this is a really great product. Um, if you want, let's take a little sip. And um, is that what we're? Yeah, yeah that's, that's what, what we're drinking right now. And, and I'll tell you, Kevin, the, the flavor is incredible, but the color yeah, on it, that is a little honey in there. Is not. This is actually really perfect for this show because this is 100% Colorado. So this is everything in this bottle is from Colorado. So it's um it's a single malt whiskey. So the grain is barley. It's 100% barley. Delicious. All the barley is grown in Colorado. It's taken to the distillery in Golden, where it's malted, then distilled, then bottled. This, the pre-release bottles were available in December, January. It's available now. Um, it's called Principium. It's um, it's got some smoothness to it. It's four months aged in oak, so you know it's got this nice light kind of copper color, um, kind of like herbaceous quality to it. You know, um, so Colorado water, Colorado grain, Colorado hands on it. You know. So, cheers to you. Yeah, cheers to you. Cheers. I just drank yeah, that again. What What would you say is with this? What is the most distinguishing characteristic of this whiskey right here? Well, first of all, the locality of it. Everything is, you know, we're proud of Colorado. Um, you don't You don't see a lot of these. I mean, Strandhands is another 100% barley uh, product, but that's treated differently. It's um It's a blend of a couple different things, and it's also of a couple different vintages, and it's also. Um, treated like a bourbon it's aged like a bourbon this is different this is um i think this the taste of this the cleanliness of it the herbaceous quality of it it's um it, it's just delicious where can really folks is. find it uh it's all it well it just came out so it's um it's probably about a month so we're teasing people right now we kind of are but it, it it's not hard to get you can go to uh to the uh, distillery in golden they have a tasting room you can go there taste everything and walk out with a bottle yeah. after when did purchase. we have we had him on a couple a couple months back didn't we who Golden Moon? Stephen Gould yeah. from Golden Moon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Stephen Gould is a master distiller. He's been distilling up there in, since 2008. Seems like not one of his bottles looks like, though. Is it, am I wrong? Uh, no, he's got, well, everything is so different. Yeah. You know, he's got such a variety of things going on. He resurrects um, vintage recipes back to 1500, the year 1500, and from Europe. And he's, so he's making all these things, so they all kind of require different treatments in terms of bottles. So are you the, uh, an ambassador now for Not this? really. I'm just a friend of his, and I do a couple events for him throughout the year. I've been doing it for about five or six years. You so get on the payroll, man. Well, Kevin's just such a great guy. But there's one thing I want to highlight that we didn't really talk about is is the fact Wait. of what he does at, at what he does at these ca- catering events. And as a mixologist in an event, I think we forget about that when we're throwing a dinner party. We're always looking for the best caterer, but we don't think about the liquor and the the beverage program. You at, don't? You mean to trough filled well, with ice? You, you, you think about it, but remember, all you do is you usually throw a few bottles out. You throw a white, a red, and then you throw you know a bottle out of each of your, sure. you know, of I, your I, spirits. I, I, I get what you're laying down. Yeah. Kevin, how can people get a hold of you? Uh, they can get a hold of me. Um, they can basically the easiest way is go to uh, on Facebook, go to the friends and family group, and uh, request to join. It's free to join. There's all kinds of stuff going on. Events are being um, talked about and announced. Uh, we're doing volunteering, food-based volunteering, to bring uh, some of the some people together in Colorado at Volunteers America every month. So we're, we're we're actively involved in the community. We're sending a team of volunteers to Cooking Matters in in June, for example. So we do a lot of reach out. It is uh, a private group, though, right? It's a closed group, but it's yeah. not private. It's, well, you it's can't. Clo- I mean, closed, can you be an accountant? Probably could not. be. You could be. It's kind of really? focused on food and beverage yeah. people. So yeah. to Keep kind of limit it. Limits that it. Way. Yeah. I Accountants like drink too. I like there's, that. Are, there's already 400,000 of us. So. Hey, I know you got to get over to the corner sure. here, but I wanted to mention something here while Kevin's with us. Yeah. Uh, you have your phone on you, so you can look at your calendar. I do. This is how you put someone on the spot. Yeah. What's up? Uh, the, it's April 13th. It's a Monday. Yep. It's our five-year anniversary. 
and we're going to have a big blowout bash here. Well, and I guess I got good news for you. <laughs> it's open. I'm free. I'm <laughs> wide open right now. Nice. Yes. Well, You're going to do a little thing here? A, a big thing. May a big I? Thing, yeah, yeah. I, I would love for you to. Be honored. Thank you. Be honored to be nice. here. I love you guys so much what you do. You guys bring this community together, and um, I just was so excited to come here tonight. Yeah, I got I got pork ribs at home, but I wanted to stop here first. <laughs> I'm starving right now, but I wanted to come and see you guys. It's all, it's always uh, whenever I get a free Saturday, I love being here. So thank you for your well, time. We love you, Thank man. you. You need we a slice of do. cake too. Look at Emma's throwing stuff on this cake. She's throwing down over there. Man, There's gold. Woo! Gold. Emma, you gold finger. Get it, there. Emma. Woo! Emma's coming up next right here on the show. Thank you, Kevin. I appreciate it. There you go, Rich. Um, Love having them on the show, and I wanted Rich on here to talk about the anniversary. Getting Kevin uh, booked for that as well will be a really cool thing. So five years in April, April 13th, Brian. Isn't it crazy? Time to flies think? when you're having fun. Look at Rebecca Berry. Last week it was the 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 little Berry corner. This week back to Little Rich in the Little Rich corner. Rich has got to get his mic. I know he's half loaded, half cocked. All we right. throw him a loop. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Emma Nemechek on deck right here in Studio Kitchen, Colorado, and the Modern Eater Show. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. Hey, it's Greg Holland back for Gluten-Free Things. Are you intolerant or sensitive to gluten? Or maybe you're a gluten-free lifestyler? Is your menu limited because you've eliminated gluten from your diet? Are you missing the taste of foods that traditionally contain gluten? What if I told you that you can add breads, pizzas, muffins, cakes, cookies, waffles, croissants, English muffins, the list goes on right back to your menu. Gluten-Free Things is a local gluten-free and vegan bakery that reintroduces you to the foods you love. Owner John Irvin believes gluten-free shouldn't taste like the box that it's packaged in. Trust me when I tell you the products from his bakery in Arvada are fresh, flavorful, and masterly crafted, leaving you with a product that tastes like the real thing. Simply delicious. The bakery is located in Arvada on 64th and Sims across the street from Arvada West High School. Check out their website at glutenfreethings.com. You'll be amazed with the variety of gluten-free products they make. And chefs, don't leave your gluten-free restaurant guests without options. Contact John at info at glutenfreethings.com. That's info at glutenfreethings.com to see what he can do for you. Give him a shot. 11651 West 64th Avenue in Arvada. It's gluten-free things. Yo, yo, what's up? <laughs> this is Justin Brunson, Ultra Meat and Cheese in Denver Central Market. I'm a meat guy. <laughs> and you're listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Oh, my goodness. Welcome back to the show. So, uh, Chef Carrie Baird, I think she's mad at us, Jay, because we, she did say, fine, call me at 706. And uh, we were going to give her a ring, and then she just texted me back. I'm getting it on my computer. She said, fine, I didn't want to talk to you anyway. <laughs> oh, man. Does, uh, uh, we love you, Carrie. Well, here's I what you know I want to do. Let's just see if we can get Don back at the station. If we get you a phone number, Don, will you call Chef Carrie Baird up in Boulder at Rosetta Hall, Don, and see if we can get her on the show in the next um, segment if she's not too apologize. Uh, as much as you can. <laughs> yeah, I'll get him. I'll get him then. I love how we're coaching, coaching our guy back at the studio. Here she is. It's Look Chef. at this. She is just Hello. Emma. You are amazing. Oh, I gotta tell you, I'm always. Are you tired of hearing that, Emma? Every, just everybody thinks you're amazing. Keep it amazing, coming, Emma. <laughs> I know, right? Welcome Thank back to the you. show. First of all. I know it's been quite a while. It's good to see yeah. you. 
Nice to see the family again. What have you been up to? Uh, just uh, been busy. A lot of, uh, you know, we've been busy last summer. I think the last time I was here was in towards the end of the summer. The I summer think it was yeah. summer dinner series, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, so it's been quite a long time since. I then. know, too long. Six yeah. months. But Emma, you are the exactly. busiest person. I follow you on your Instagram you. and everything that you do. Thank you. You are, I mean, it's amazing to see, one, how generous you are with your time. For so many people, it really does look like you mentor and you have so many people that you really are bringing up through the ranks. Yeah, I mean, through the ACF, I'm sure there's a lot of that, but yeah. the, you know, everything that you do, I'm just so impressed by you. Well, I think it's good to give back. Um, you know, like um, I have had mentors before, and so it's just really nice to like, kind of like give it back to the future chefs, you know what I mean? So it feels good too. I mean, you know, it feels good to be seen doing that, but it feels good not to be seen doing that, you know what I mean? Sure. So. What's happening at the Omni? The Omni, um, as you know, uh, there's been lots of cancellations, but we've just uh, finished our renovation. Um, our um, banquet space are looking great and awesome, and uh, we are start, we're ready to rock and roll, you know. But unfortunately, there's been like some cancellations left and right, but we're still doing business, so. But Emma, you're a fixture there. You've been at the Omni for how many years I, now? I believe like two years and Is that all? It months. seems like yeah. so long. You just, yeah. I mean, well, you anchor their program, I would tell you, in my opinion, on the dessert side. What oh, you do you. for the Omni Interlock. I would have to imagine yeah. people probably go stay at that resort for you, Emma. I mean. Well, when they, um, uh, when I came on board, like two and a half or so years ago, um, they didn't really have the, the kind of, uh, you know, the, baking and pastry program and so they had hired someone well me um, to kind of sort of like elevate the dessert side of you know of the culinary and so I'm hoping that that's what I've been doing what did you do to be, yeah where do you start with that when you go in you've got a new mission new project they want it elevated yeah. where, where do you start you first you evaluate uh, evaluate what you have already right? right and then you start to build from there yes and you got to go in and see what's uh, what's out there like you know first of all you can't like make changes right away like first week and oh we got to change this this you got to see how they roll first and then feel how the culture and so you know like how it is like is this going to be good for Omni is this going to be good for this establishment so you go from there and then communication with your FNB director executive chef uh, general manager and you know HR and everything so you know what were some of the things that you knew you wanted to implement um, I wanted to do some of the like um, handmade like like breads, in which we are doing that right now with uh, bread service, um, gelatos, uh, ice cream. We're also um, doing that in-house now. Um, we, they, we, they used to like buy it, uh, but we do actually churn it in-house, and we can do flavors on that. And in fact, we're gonna roll out our like um, to-go ice cream, you know, pretty soon, probably in the next couple weeks. What so. would you say is up and coming in the dessert world? Because you've got some stuff going on here. I mean, you've made each one of these different things <laughs> on this cake, which I, I mean, I'm always so impressed with because you've got some like gold foil, uh, it's art. chocolate. I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, what's up and coming in your world? Where do you see the well, trends I going? Think, uh, with uh, dessert, uh, dessert wise, I think people are, uh, like pastry chefs are looking more into like vegan. Like uh, like farm to table, like not use as much as like you know you can use gelatin which is made from you know the 
from bones of uh, you know cows and whatever. Uh -huh. But then we do have a vegan gelatin, which is called agar agar, which comes from the sea seaweed. So you can use that. You know, I was in France uh, first uh, last year actually, and uh, we saw. Um, the competition over there and their plated dessert is all vegan and i was impressed like how they looked even better than like non-vegan but i think more and more chefs are like into like farm to table talking with your you know like you know growers you know organic and you know um, more locally um, sourced items are getting more more into the menu you know so the vegan thing is interesting because that's got to be hard to make a I've vegan been, dessert without I've been eggs. I've making a lot of those lately. So, oh, really? So, you know, the cream uh, uh, milk, you can substitute it with, like, if you're not a uh, nut, uh, if you're, you don't have allergy to nuts, there's almond milk, coconut milk. You can substitute those. If you want, like, chocolate mousse, avocado is your fats in there. Blend oh, really? it together with, like, almond milk, soy milk, coconut milk, a little bit of cocoa powder, which is all obviously vegan. There's your vegan chocolate mousse. Ooh, and it's, pretty, pudding. So it's pretty all-inclusive because even non-vegan folks, it's still delicious. Yeah, yes, tastes I great. Love, yes, so, exactly. Yeah, so it basically takes something and it says, okay, this is for everyone rather than, oh, you have this this allergy or you can't do gluten or you can't right. do... Um, so that's fantastic. And I see the vegan thing just... On the always, yeah, oh, yeah, the trend I mean, there. I've been doing that a lot lately uh, on my menus. Like I said, like chia pudding, like chia seeds, and CBD as well. A lot of people are incorporating CBDs into the interesting, interesting. And yeah. So now, where does gluten-free fall into that kind of stuff? So we do have a lot of gluten-free stuff. Well, that is gluten-free too. Vegan gluten-free, like the chia pudding that I had mentioned. It's chia seed, right? Coconut milk, soy milk. Let's sit overnight, and that's your pudding right there. Put uh, berry compotes and stuff, coconuts. That's your yeah, gluten-free vegan dessert right there. I'm a big guy. I love coconut. I'm a, Me I, too. I, that's I, one of I those those little mac not macaroon. Is it a macaroon? It's a. So macaron is this. Is one. Is this one? What is the one that's the? Macaroon. Macaroon. Okay. Macaroon. So yes. it's coconut um, egg whites, and then you blend them together. Uh, well, you, you don't blend them together. You mix them together. You scoop them out. You bake them. That's your coconut macaroon. You can dip it in chocolate, like say, per se, like that. But this is macaron, and that's coconut macaroon. Hey, uh, Chef Emma J here. Hi, Jay. Hi. Hey, you guys. I have a question for you. Is there a dessert that you don't like and you like the taste of it? And then is there a dessert that you don't like making for a reason? I want to guess one she doesn't like. Like bananas, something with ban. Do you like bananas? Yes. Oh, you do. Oh my <laughs> Okay, gosh. I was just. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Is uh, that a banana cake? <laughs> this is a banana cake. <laughs> banana I did cake not know that, Demma. Peanut well, butter, um, Swiss butter cream. Some people Sorry. really don't like bananas. They're Here, here's the thing. Passionate I, about. I, it. I don't. I don't mind bananas, but I don't like them. The only reason I eat them is because they're cheap. And they're not a lot of calories, so and technically there's good for you, and you're supposed to have potassium or something like that. But I don't, when I eat a banana, I don't enjoy it. <laughs> but with this environment, yeah. though, in well, a cake environment, <laughs> this is going to be totally different. Yeah. Do you what like is, smoothies? 
smoothie. Smoothies a little banana. bit, but not just banana. You have to add something to something it, like to peanut it. butter. Got like it. banana with okay. with something can be enjoyable for me. But banana, like by itself, like just to eat a banana, no jokes, no? it's not good. Is no. this childhood pain or anything like that? Do we go deeper on this? I said, can I get Freud on you? Do, I, I is there a, what, what is one that you don't like? Um, I, you know what? I eat a lot of stuff. Um, I cannot think of one right now, but let me tell you this, though. <laughs> Anything that comes out of my kitchen, pastry-wise, yeah. I have to taste it. Whether I like it or not, whether, you know, no, it's different if you're vegan or whatever. You gotta t We got to taste whatever comes out of our kitchen mm -hmm. just for quality control. So, I mean... You know. I don't like any any lemon dessert at all. Really? I don't I like, like any dessert lemon dessert. Too. Let yeah. me ask a question. Here's one of my pet peeves, and I, I'll probably get a hard time about this. I do not like when people incorporate pre-made items into their desserts. Like when people put gummy bears or when they put like cocoa pebbles or fruity pebbles. Val or, I mean valid. I, I just, I, you know, one no. of the things I don't, if I believe that a chef, nothing, if you are a chef, nothing should come out of a box. Everything should be made from scratch. If you're a chef, that's just uh, my Okay, thing. I, I agree with you, but like say, if the theme is like, you know, for a kid and, you know, gummy bears or whatever, yeah. you can definitely get something. You can do it on your own if you have yeah. buy, you have to buy molds and stuff, but, you know, depending on It's a what garnish the, though, right? It is a garnish. It's like 1% of the whole thing. Right. You know, it's not like, oh, it, we're being lazy, here it is, but if that is, the main thing that your client wants, you gotta give it to and them. And she's, you're not gonna make M&Ms if you're gonna use them in something, are you? M&M. You, you don't <laughs> make them. Uh, <laughs> do you have to try not to gain weight? I would be double the size. Of I think I gained uh, a few pounds lately. You look great. Oh, thank you. But like I said, you know, we got to taste it. Um, no excuses. Um, we have to have tasting spoons by your station because you got to taste it. You just got to taste it. How do you know you use salt instead of sugar, right? So you got to taste that. So then you have to do recovery. If you didn't taste it, that goes out to like say 500. Doesn't matter. Garnish little things, whatever. If that does not taste good, there's your yeah there's your career so to speak <laughs> not, you know? yours, Emma. So, not yours yeah anything exciting coming up um you I going away somewhere are you in a competition no not competition i was supposed to go to um somewhere uh, to help out uh, one of our brands but because of the what's going on we kind of have a freeze on you know the flights travel and stuff yeah, and yeah. Travel stay and here stuff. Emma. so yeah so other than that um i'm here and uh you know go visit her yeah, definitely. Come visit us at the Omni Interlochen Resort and Spa up in Broomfield. So. Ask her by name. She'll come out and eat with you. Definitely, yes. If you want. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah, I've thank you for coming you out. We're gonna, there's so a purpose for this cake, a multi-purpose for definitely. this cake, right? Yes. Uh-oh. All right. So hide those from the, the, the birthday boy. Don't, don't look. We're going to light this up. And um, Brian, next segment. Happy birthday, boy! Oh, not yet. All right, oh. not yet. Oh. We're gonna we're gonna take a break. Come back, and this thing's gonna be all. Oh, Thank we can do it now. Let's do it now. Okay. Let's throw those in there. Light that up. How many candles do you want, Brian? <laughs> well, I'm just two this year, so. Hey, you guys gather around. We're gonna light a cake. Uh, I think if we're being literal, we have to get 58 of those oh. on there. <laughs> I think. Thanks, Jay. Uh, thanks, Jay. That would be uh, plus a. Nine, but um, thank you. Got the torch. <laughs> no, I think we'll be fine with, with this. Um, so Brian, 
happy birthday to you. Thank you. How guys. old are you, sir? I appreciate it. 49. 49. 49. I like it. Good age, and you look great. You really do. Thanks, babe. All right, here it is. Out. We'll go uh, sing some happy birthday here as we go out into break. So, uh, Don, you can, once we're in the middle of happy birthday here, you can just throw it right into break there. Okay, let's do this. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. Hi, I'm Charlie Gottenkenny, brewmaster at Brews Beers, Denver's award-winning Belgian-style brewery. I am very pleased to tell you that our new taproom at Colfax and York in Congress Park is now open and it is a unique experience. It's close to great restaurants, has a big sunny patio for warmer days, will feature live music, and it has a very cool contemporary Belgian-style bar and tap room. To celebrate our second location, we have 18 beers on tap, including several limited-edition sour and barrel-aged beers. For some holiday good cheer, try our figgy pudding and our unique champagne beer, Brut Le Grand. Check it all out on our website, brewsbeers.com. That's Bruce, spelled B-R-U-Z, at 67th and Pecos, and now open in Congress Park at Colfax in York. Join us this week at either location for some serious Belgian-style badass. Wear black and eat spices. Hey, Modern Eater listeners, this is Zach from The Spice Guy, Colorado's favorite spice company. Spice is the variety of life. At The Spice Guy, we have a passion for sourcing the best ingredients from the best farmers all over the world. Choose from thousands of different GMO-free spices and ingredients, or let us create and blend custom flavor profiles for whatever style of food it is that you're working with. With over 1,000 restaurants, food brands, and chefs behind us, you can't go wrong when you choose the Spice Guy for all your spice needs. The Spice Guy. Spicy. Born in Breck, raised in Denver. TheSpiceGuyCo.com Hey, you know what? It's the new year and everyone's always looking for new ways to be more profitable. And so they always attack the different line items but one almost everybody never looks at is their utilities. What they're spending on natural gas. Brian, do you have any tips for us on how to save money on natural gas? Absolutely. Just call me. Call me. That's all you got. What's that number, Brian? That number is 720-245-5771. Be sure and give Brian a call at Encore Energy. Hi, this is Lori Mitson. I'm a food hack, a.k.a. food writer. I was just told that I could my lines. <laughs> and you're listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Okay, welcome back. Modern Eater Show. What wow, wow, wow. I got to tell you. I'm still snacking on those wings. I've you got a little on your cheek. No thank problem, you, though. You. No problem. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Welcome back to the show. Mm, this mm. is really cool. Cindy, how are you? I'm great. How Good are you? Good to see you, and Bob. Good to see you, too. Nice to see you. Oh, what's going on? I mean, this is really cool. Uh, get a chance. Last weekend, I was here, but I saw you guys here. Um, having a good time. Yeah, I was in the little berry corner. You were in the little berry corner. Yeah, it was awesome. Now you're on the show. Now we're here. You've got some new spirits. We do. We're Deviation. pretty excited. Deviation Distilling. Uh, well, these guys, every time they come back, they've got something new. <laughs> I mean, I love what you all are doing over there. Thanks. Very yeah, we're pretty proud of it. Bob's going to tell you about these new ones. Yeah, we just released. I mean, Cindy was on, what, last weekend, just doing a little teaser of uh -huh. our, our new whiskey release. Yeah. 
and we thought we'd come on and kind of share them with you now. Please. You know, talk about each one, and uh, we brought some cocktails uh, that we make up in our lounge. Um, but each one is very unique and different, so I'd love to share a little bit. Sold, yes. Let's try it. Awesome. So the line itself is actually called Barista Spirits. We named that because really that's what describes these whiskeys. Oh, well. Yeah. So when you when you hear barista, what do you think of? You think of coffee. Yep. Right? So here we are with our with our whiskeys pairing each whiskey with a particular coffee. Okay. Which is really fun. Uh, the Americano is our first one. It's kind of what we start out with. That's our that's our bourbon. Uh, we it's really a bourbon and a Guatemalan coffee bean. So we actually get uh, the coffee beans. Each one is different. Uh, from two doors down from us is uh, Copper Door Coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hannah actually roasts the actual coffee bean for us. We bring it in house. We grind it up. We actually made a little bit of uh, like a tea bag, if you will. So once we dump the, the barrels of whiskey, we kind of dip in the coffee grinds, let it sit for a little while, and then when we feel that the taste is really balanced, we pull it out, and here we go. We have, we have wow. the uh, we have the whiskey. So the I'm Ameri- just trying to, in my mind, figure out how you came across this. Is, I'm thinking of a, like a late night. You know, you're <laughs> coming off the whiskey. You need oh, coffee, no, but Sundays, you want a little I, bit. I put of a little cost, a little whiskey in my coffee. But in the grounds, bro. No, 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 not yet. <laughs> I mean, you're jumping into something when that happens, right? right? We do a really what? good filtration, which is really good. Yeah. So you don't want those grounds in there, but yeah. Talk about just the inspiration of this. Uh, really, it's a love of whiskey and a love of coffee. I mean, when we come into the distillery to, to, our, to do our distillations, it's early in the morning. So we have a coffee in the morning and then, you know, come by lunchtime and It's in not the far from what I said then. <laughs> it isn't. There was it, it not really too far off. Some yeah. degenerative stuff going on right there. <laughs> yeah. I love it. So, so uh, you know, I think of liqueurs when I'm thinking of this type of thing. And it, it's nowhere near. It's not that. a liqueur. Yeah. Yep. It's an, it's actually whiskey. We have a bourbon. We have a millet whiskey base. And All right. We hit have me a rye just whiskey. with a little taste of the... Bro, you want to do the pure. Why don't you try the drink here? Well, I'm that's, going to. Is this Americano? That's actually Aztec. This is our Aztec. It's a. It's, uh, a, it's really neat. Rye whiskey with um, uh, Ethiopian coffee beans, uh, a little cinnamon and vanilla, a touch of sugar in that one, just to make it go down a little easier, like candy. It's beautiful on the nose, but you know, it can uh, it can be sipped or mm. it can be shot. Wow. Wow, it so, is beautiful. Yeah. But that's like, I mean, truly, that is something that is almost like a aperitif. I mean, it is really nice. Like yeah. something yeah. I'd want to sit down and have after my dinner. And people are yeah. ask, actually asking us, how do we how do we drink this? And what do you mix it? Do you shoot it? Do you drink it neat? Yes. And I even say. Do all of that. You do all of that. Plus, you pour it over a little ice cream, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, especially with that one. It's with the Madagascar. Slight, I could get down and eat with uh, that. Vanilla and the Saigon cinnamon. It's beautiful. Hey, hey, Bob, slide those over here so I can get lazy this, uh, and do a picture with those drinks. Uh, the drinks. Slide the drinks those right over here. Yeah, thanks. All right. Yeah, so that, that one there is um, a cocktail we serve in our lounge. It's a, actually a, like a whiskey sour with that Aztec. It's really nice, too. So this needs to hit brunch menus far and wide. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, yep. right? Absolutely. It, yep, it really, it's, it's a good way to start your day. It's a good Absolutely. way to start your evening, too. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's kind of how we talk about it. Start and end the day with it. Yeah. yeah we so, like it. So the Americano itself is, is really just that. It's our, it's our bourbon with, uh, with coffee. Mocha, we actually add another element to it, and it's the chocolate element. Yeah. So we have Brazilian coffee paired with our 100% Colorado millet whiskey. Uh, and then the third one is the Aztec, which is 100% um, rye whiskey paired with the Madagascar vanilla, the Saigon cinnamon, and Ethiopian coffee beans. So really wanted to highlight and pair and play off each other as far as the flavor profile goes. 
the labels, the whole thing. I mean, it's just home run. The bottles. I, really I tell cool. you guys, when we when we want to go into a particular uh, category, Space, if you will, yeah. we, we go all in. Yeah, I mean, we were on what in back in November with our gins when uh -huh. we really wanted to promote the gins. We had three gins. We actually have a fourth one coming out uh, probably later on this week, a little barrel aged yeah, gin. Um, but we go all in, and that's kind of what we wanted to do. We want to release all three at one time. Seems like a project it's, all yeah. in itself right there. I it mean, is, it's, and it's fun. Yeah. It, it is fun. Long days, but uh, we definitely want to make sure, like I said, we have that balance when you actually taste the spirit. Let's taste this cocktail here. All or right. are we still firing off neat? I can go neat. What are we doing? I can right go there? neat. Or I'd like to cocktail. taste the spirits before the cocktails, yeah. if that's that, okay. So Americanos, usually when you come into the distillery and have a flight, we start off with Americano. Just because it is truly a bourbon and Guatemalan coffee. So two basically pairings. And then we move to the mocha, which adds that additional element, like I said, of chocolate. And then the Aztec kind of, to me, it kind of blows your mind a little bit with the cinnamon and the vanilla. Wow. That one's, that's a dry one. Very dry. Yep. And it's yep. Actually, so wait, this it, first it, was the Guatemalan? Uh, the first yes. one is the is the Americano. Yeah, it's the bourbon and Guatemalan. I would no sugar in that. I would and then this is the Brazilian. That. That's the. You, you hook it down, reduce it a little bit. Yeah, Absolutely. I would bake with that. That's yeah, and you know what? We're finding the this Americano actually has a lot of uh, opportunity with mixers as well. So when you really want to do a, a cocktail, like like said in the cocktail lounge, mm -hmm. it's yeah. a little easier to do it with Americano because it truly is just those two two ingredients it's so different though i mean right. i gotta one of the things i gotta say is is it is really i've had a lot of different spirits flavored spirits right mm -hmm. there's not a big difference but sometimes sure. in my eyes between them mm -hmm. Absolutely. there is a big difference All between yeah, yeah between each, each one of one these of yeah we wanted to do it we it's a great category to be in but we wanted to do it a little bit better there's nothing artificial in our in our whiskeys everything is you know, fresh ingredients, all natural, uh, cinnamon sticks, vanilla beans, uh, cacao shells, a little shout out to Cultura Chocolate. That's where we got our, yeah, that's where we got our chocolate for that one. So everything's all natural. We're not dumping vanilla extract and using cold brew. It's, you know, it's all done. We actually had to natural. take the vanilla bean, slice it down the middle, right? Really kind of get that full flavor coming from that vanilla bean, which is awesome. Yeah. So which type of partnerships are you looking for with this right now? As far as uh, restaurant, restaurant I mean, cocktail, yeah, on-premise, as far as the restaurants and, uh, and bars, we're seeing um, a lot of interest, actually, to just to carry this. Uh, cafes that actually can serve alcohol, you know, well, coffee cafes, yeah. come, you know, do some work, Snooze read a book, whatever. Alcohol, yeah, they can. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. so they're actually asking us, hey, when can we get this, uh, in, you know, in their in their shop and Wait. by the end of the month we'll be 100% distributed yeah. in Colorado. Right now it's distillery exclusive, but by the end of the month we'll actually be in Colorado and then uh, come April we're actually expanding to different states, which is congratulations, which is really, which is that's nice. huge. Yeah, that's huge. I love just hearing the success story and these guys just seem to go get you. You know it's not this easy for everyone. I hope you know. It's not easy for us either. <laughs> I had a feeling. I had a feeling. No, but, but it's fun and it, yeah. you know when we believe in what we're doing, we're passionate about it, and so that makes it easy for us. It makes it easy for us to get up and go in every day and, and do what we do so and then get to talk about it right and i would say we 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 released all three at one time just because they are different but also we hope that you like one of them right so if Something we just came out with one product and you don't like it you know we kind of <laughs> we kind of lost you as a consumer now here's three different products hopefully you gravitate towards one of them and uh, have a great time so here you go three products at one time and it's a lot of work, but uh, it is it is fun. All right, let's see what Boy, you came good. up with with the cocktails. 
Yeah, so uh, that Aztec Sour, like I said, a, a little take on a whiskey sour with our Aztec flair to that one. Line these up next to the which ones underneath, because uh, I have these in my mind here. So this is, your, this, this is that one, Aztec. This is uh, just a Russian. Whisk, you know, the Aztec has the Russian. cinnamon, right? It does. Yeah, you can really get that note off mm -hmm. of there. Yeah. It's really different. This is just a mocha. It's uh, mocha whiskey and some heavy cream. Couldn't be simpler. Now, did I hear you say white Russian? What do, is yeah. your, it's your play on the white Russian. It's our play, yeah, yeah, on our white Russian. When you come to the distillery, you'll see it on the menu as a barista Russian, because you can do any one of these three as a Russian mm -hmm. itself. So you really just need to order a mocha Russian. Mm -hmm. There we go. Aztec Russian, there we go. So a little bit of cream, a little bit of uh, simple syrup, and the whiskey I like itself. It. I love it. Yeah. yeah. And then Americano, I think we just have it neat. So yeah, why not? a couple different ways. But we've got a lot of fun cocktails on the menu. We had a great time laying with that. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah. And it was interesting, too, because we were talking uh, just while you guys were on earlier to many different people. And they're like, wow, you know what? This really tastes really well. Why did you come up with uh, this approach? Because um, I usually get Bailey's, I usually get my coffee, and I put them together. Well, with this, you already have both of them as far as the flavor profiles of coffee and whiskey together without diluting it and bringing that proof down. So it's still at that whiskey proof, and you're not really diluting your cocktail, which is which is a beautiful That's thing if you, uh, <laughs> if you like cocktails. Let's break off, come back, talk about tasting room. And you have a couple events, too. I think Rebecca Berry, she's singing far and wide about a project that she's doing with you guys as Absolutely. well. Yeah, you, we have a happy hour. We'll bring her up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we'll get her in right. on that next segment. Let's break away, take a time out, come back for Booze in the News. Right here. All the booze news you can use next right here on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. Hey, it's Chef Elon Wenzel, owner of Element Knife Company. If you cook, then you'll know the importance of a quality knife and proper care. My training in Japan exposed me to exceptional cutlery. That's why I am so excited to offer you the knives I fell in love with. Element Knife Company is chef-driven, and my goal is to support and educate. Get at me for a knife clinic or conversation. Find me at elementknife.com or by simply calling 303-460-4628. For the best knives in your kitchen, think Element Knife Company. Hey guys, Chris Johnson here, owner of Rome Sausage, your hyper-local source for all things sausage awesomeness. My family is proud to carry on the fine traditions of Rome's founder, Jerry Rome, by producing a variety of amazing sausage in small batches with an eye on quality, not quantity. Every batch is made here in the great state of Colorado by hand-mixing spices, utilizing lean cuts of pork to make an outstanding product. Sourcing ingredients and materials locally, we are committed to supporting local vendors, chefs, restaurants, and the entire Colorado food scene. Getting hungry yet? Brats, Italian, breakfast, hot Polish, green chili, chicken apple, and the world's best chorizo. You can source all of our sausage through a variety of food service distributors. If your distributor doesn't carry it, call us. We'll come direct. You want a custom item? We'll do that too. Samples, and of course, sausage jokes, can be had by contacting me directly at chris at romesausage.com or by phone at 303-296-7663. The modern eater loves Rome sausage, and I know you will too. What do you get when you have two women who love to play with corn? A unique craft distillery, of course. Let me explain. Hi, my name is Alex Tudor. My mom and I own Meridium Spirits, located right here in Colorado. Chances are you've seen our award-winning coupe gin and coupe vodka on the shelves at many fine local retail locations. Here's our mission. 
My mom and I believe that family is important and our business is a reflection of that. When you taste our delicious and locally crafted spirits in a cocktail or by themselves, you'll taste our passion for what we do. Hear our story and watch our progress this year on The Modern Eater. We love to share because everything is more fun with friends. Next time you choose a vodka or gin, consider us, Meridium Spirits. Now it's time for the Modern Eaters Booze in the News segment. I like my beer cold, my meat grilled, and my entertainment explosive. All we need is a, is a chair and a, and a cooler beer. Here's your booze news. Okay, welcome back to Studio Kitchen Colorado as the Modern Eater show continues. That's right, booze in the news. It gets you dancing. One of my favorite times of the night. All the booze <laughs> news you can use right here. And Deviation Distilling on with us as we continue. Yeah. Rebecca Berry. Hi, guys. You're How's it going? You're out of the, what was it last week? Was it the Little Berry Corner? It was the Little Berry Corner. <laughs> and now I'm in the Deviation Corner, powered by fourth, I guess, tonight. I don't know. You held it down last week. <laughs> Thank you. You really did a great job. It was some big shoes to fill. With Little Rich? With Little Rich. <laughs> little shoes, man. <laughs> big shoes, little height. That's right. Big it's shoes those vans, man. They may, they switch around. <laughs> I know, the tortilla vans. We just, we broke off. and we, First of all, we were talking about this new line, Barista um, Spirits, which is a home run. We love it. Thank you. Fantastic. Thanks. Really it, appreciate it. It's so good. held right up there so with good. the standards of what you do with the deviation and the gin, um, which Thanks. is fantastic. So looking, uh, you know, I'd say good luck with it, but it sounds like it's going to do wildly good. We hope you know, so. I think it, I think it will. Um, so the tasting room, which yeah. we need to get over there. You well, do. Guys. Yeah, we'd love to host you guys. Uh, Santa Fe and First in the yard. Right down the street. Right down the street. Wow. Mile and a half. Right yeah. What did it take it? Seven minutes to get here? Pretty much. Yeah. The other day I was telling Greg, I said, let's just shoot on down there. He's like, no, 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 no. I have too much going on. So I tried, but, it, you know. Wait yeah. a minute. Oh. I was in Miami. Roll him right under the bus <laughs> with that one. Yeah. It was harsh. All right. Full transparency. I made that up. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we'd love to have you guys down there. We've, we've got some fun gin cocktails. We now have this new barista line that has been really fun for us. So, yeah, we would love to host you. And anytime you want, let us know. Well, we'll just sneak in. You know, and uh, yeah, that works too. The customers sit down, take it all in. That works too. But uh, here is Rebecca Berry, and you guys are going to team up for a fun so little what's going are. down. We yeah. are, and actually there is a time for you guys to come in, which I'm really excited uh-huh. about. So these are very dear friends of mine, but partners in the industry, we want to see them succeed. Plus, selfishly, they live down the street from me. <laughs> um, but we are actually getting together to host a happy hour on March 25th for the industry, hospitality, restaurants, purveyors, everybody that wants to try this, be a part of it, bring it on as part of their brand, um, March 25th at the Tasting Room, starting at 4. Mm-hmm. So we're calling it Whiskey Wednesday, powered by 4th and Deviation. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have industry discounts on bottles, drinks, and then 4th is bringing in some snacks for everybody and just a fun mingle session. Yeah. It's going to be excited. kind of a refreshing spring. We're going to spring yeah. up a deviation. I don't know. It'll be good. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, it works. And so how can people look more information or join or sign up or what do they do? Call? Show so, up? Yeah, I mean I can I can lead with this. Yeah, so it's being blasted out on LinkedIn. Um, my Facebook, Cindy's Facebook, I believe Deviation's gonna send stuff out. I'll be sending stuff out to our clients, but if you tune into the Modern Eater, all you have to do is go to Rebecca Berry Fourth at Facebook and then Deviation as well and see the invite. But Please feel free to ping one of us or just show up. I mean, yeah. we, we did an event break, but we'd love to have you all there. It's yeah. going to be a great night, 4 to 7 on the 25th. 4 to and 7, yeah. Your address again? Um, it's 900 West 1st Avenue. 
Yeah. First in Santa Fe. It's yeah. First in Santa, First Fe. In Santa Fe. Yeah. And that's a great, and, and do you all tie into the Art Walk? Because that'll start up this summer as well. We try to. We promote it. We try to get people to come down. It starts a couple blocks north of us, but um, we're hoping through this summer we can really draw some people down and, yeah, and get, get that there. going. Get loose. Get yeah. Get going. Yeah, go. see some art. Come down. Get have a cocktail. Or just stay. Make it a night. <laughs> exactly. Well, and there, if you guys haven't been to their tasting room, it is gorgeous, and it's such a cool thing to Describe see. Describe it. So you come in and it's super clean. It's really open. You get to see the bartenders making your drinks. You get a beautiful display of what they're doing. But in the back, you get to see where the distilling's going on. Yep. So it's all open and big barn doors and. Yeah, we really featured a yeah. lot of the the history of the yard. It used to be the Stark Lumber Yard okay. uh, back in the day. Then Arlander actually bought it and, and kind of converted it to a couple different businesses. Right across the, the parking lot really is Good River Brewing. So as we are making our cocktails, we can actually look right at the brewery and people enjoying their, their beer. Spirits are on our side at, at, at the How distillery. Cool yeah, so we really incorporated a lot of the lumber features within the distillery. Uh -huh. um, not necessarily because of the distillery but because of the history so we have a uh, boxcar flooring as our bar top so we really lightly sanded it really has a lot of characteristic we saved the old lumber sign it's right above our fermenters we have wood fermenters 400 gallons still everything is right there in front of you so if you're sitting down you're actually like like rebecca said you're seeing where we actually do the work and even if you came in earlier today you would have actually seen a little bit of uh, barley coming off the still. And so smell Bob, it, that, too. Is that where the magic happens? That, is, that is where the magic <laughs> happens. Right before we barrel it and put it in the barrel room, which you, you can't necessarily see inside. Uh, but, yeah. But the, that is a fun thing about our cocktail lounges. It, it is an open space. A lot of, uh, you know, distilleries around town will wall that off. It'll be a glass wall. And, um, you know, you can't necessarily see everything. You you see everything of ours. You see the totes. You see the fermenters. You see the hoses. You see everything. And you smell it. And you get a sense of really kind of what we do there on a day-to-day -day basis. So it's it's really fun. And we do that on purpose. And I'm assuming you do tours. We do. We, we do tours on Fridays and Saturdays at 3 o'clock. You can sign up right on our website. Mm -hmm. Um, the tour is, is $10. We do a nice half hour to an hour tour, depending on the in-depth questions that are asked. But then uh, once you go have a cocktail or buy a bottle, that $10 is taken off of uh, the bill. So it's oh, kind, of, kind, nice. kind of yeah, a wash. Great. How yeah. cool is that? Yeah, pay yeah. $10 for a tour and then $10 off your bottle. And you get a flight. You get a taste. Yep. You know, on the tour, you get a flight. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So on March 25th, when these folks come, I'm assuming you might show a couple people around, too. Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah, Whoever those, wants to. Those that are interested, we're happy to share how we do it and what we do and, and the time it takes. And maybe they can take it back to their business. And yeah. with Greg coming back from Miami, we d they do have a Brad Pitt, right? We do. It's a once upon a time in Mexico, I <laughs> yes, believe. We it call is. it the Brad Pitt for short. So. <laughs> and my favorite Cocktail. is what? The pepper mule? You do. That's with our gin. Yeah. 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 Uh, red pepper, jalapeno, mountain herb gin, nice little nice. ginger beer. Yeah, I love how creative that some of these distilleries get with their own <laughs> tasting rooms because they have to do all of their own ingredients from their yeah. own tasting room and making Absolutely. cocktails. Yeah, that's true. We can't so bring creative. in spirits that we don't make. So we, like you said, it's, it's a lot of creativity, but it's also a lot of fun. And people don't realize what you can do with some of this stuff. Well, on the deviation side, you're famous for your gin, of course. Yeah, our gins have been out for about a year. And are you doing the full, when you say the flight? Yeah. Are you doing the everything? All of it. Yeah, okay. you can do flight of three gins, flight of three free whiskeys. Like, as Bob mentioned before, we have a barrel-aged um, gin that should be coming out next week or in two weeks. So that'll, that'll be added to the mix. It'll be a lot of fun. You guys are busy. We are, yeah. 
What's Keeps your, us out of trouble. Um, so as far as people, you know, Argonite has it, I would assume. Yeah, yeah all the big guys. We're in about 250 locations in Colorado. We're in um, California. We're in South Carolina. And now just launched in Maryland and Washington, D.C. Just shipped our gins to, uh, yeah, Washington, mm-hmm. D.C. and Maryland. So we're pretty yep. excited about wow, that. Wow, congratulations. Thank you. Washington yeah. State soon. Soon Washington and possibly Florida. Mm-hmm. So last time you teased a little bit of this was going to come up. Any Is it all? You've done it all? Or you got something on the horizon? Yeah, oh, always we always ask something up our sleeve. Uh, yeah. 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 You can't ask that. Little they don't free. tell their secrets. <laughs> no secret at all? Not a little uh, hint tonight? Me, how about after 8 o'clock? Let's talk. <laughs> Um, but, yeah, this line. We're going to keep the show going after eight. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. We'll stay live on Facebook. What do you right. say? <laughs> but actually, this line actually opens up to a lot of opportunity, mm-hmm. right? So having a barista spirits line, what do you do when you go walk into a, a coffee shop? Mm-hmm. Well, there's how many different types of uh, orders, you know, yeah. do, you, do you put through? So we started with our three, and who knows what's coming up next. I bet Sadie Russo at Bon Bon's up there by Brews Beers in uh, Midtown. Just be right up her alley. Got to connect. Well, and I'd, I'd, I'd talk to someone like Keegan over at yep. D-Bar because oh, yeah. this mm-hmm. would be something that I would want to sit down and have a nice dessert. Yeah. And exactly. then this would complement absolutely my yeah. Uber ride home. We have, we have it at our house. So brunches at my house this summer are going to be amazing because not only do we have a green egg and now I've got some chicken and waffle sauce, but I've got the barista all. brand That's going. Right. So it's going to be pretty awesome. So everyone look, Party Rebecca, Rebecca up on, yep, on Facebook. Yeah. She said it yeah. every Sponsored weekend at her house. <laughs> Thank you, Cindy. Thank you. Thank you, Bob. I Thanks so much it. for having us. Rebecca. 25th of March. 25th of March, guys. Be there, be square. I'll be blasting it all over. It's going to be annoying. You'll get there. Don't goof. Bring your proof. Thank you, everybody. Jay, great job. Uh, Dave Avery, thank you so much. Little Rich Snyder, uh, Brian Freeman, whole cast and crew did such an awesome job last week and this week. We can continue, and uh, I'm looking forward to our anniversary party on April 13th. Thank you, you, everyone. Modern Eater Show continues.